Welcome, welcome, welcome to the new hit show. It's called That's What Friends Do. I am your BFF, Nina, and I'm here with my BFF, Takara. Say hey, Takara. Hey, BFFs. <laughs> Takara, you want to tell them what our show is about? Well, this show is just here for us to talk about friendship, talk about us as women, talk about topics that are fun, um, for us to speak about our friendship together, Nina and I, and for us to just have a good time and learn and fellowship with one another and hopefully, you know, have some new BFFs. Exactly. So if you're listening and wherever you're listening from, you are now crowned the new BFFs of Nina and Takara. Um, So just as a small background, I am 37 years old, single, (laughs) from North Carolina. And I think the story of how we met and became BFFs it's better told by Takara. I think she tells this story, this story a little bit better. So I'm going to let Takara tell, <laughs> tell you guys how we met. Oh my gosh, how many years ago? Um, oh, ooh, uh, what was it? 2007? I think it might seven? have been seven. 2007, let's go with it. Okay, 2007. <laughs> um, so we're at 14 years. Maybe? Yeah, you're the mathematician. You're the I'm mathematician. Right. I'm a math teacher. I'm supposed yeah. to be able to do this. I'm not a calculator, though. Okay, anyway. Uh, you are my <laughs> human calculator. <laughs> I, okay, another role being your BFF, right? Okay. Yes. All right, so I'm going to let you tell the story of how we met. I'm going to be quiet because I like to interrupt you and be like, no, 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 no that's not how it happened. Okay, but it's probably how it happened. Well, let me, I guess, tell you a little bit about myself. I didn't know that we were doing ages, but since we are, I guess I'll tell you guys that too. So, of course, my name is Chakara. Um, I'm originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I currently reside in um, North Carolina as well. Um, so, I'm 38. So, let's kind of move over and talk about how Nina and I met because this story is so hilarious to me. Um, she doesn't quite remember it like I remember it but this is what really happened I never remember it the way you remember it (laughs) so um we were teaching school together um high school that is and um I was very new to the school I didn't know Nina I didn't know very many people there at all and I was a Spanish teacher at the time and Nina still is a math teacher at this particular school um great school great group of people great group of kids um and so I was waiting on my class to come in and get settled into our uh let me set up the scene for you it is more of a a pod so it had um like a wall that kind of went around with an opening for doors and then the classroom was kind of set up in the pod because it was really if you really want to talk about it it was a hallway okay I guess you know we didn't have enough rooms or whatever so it was a hallway it was definitely a hallway (laughs) okay so I'm waiting on my kids to you know come in so they get there they're sitting down I'm missing a kid poor kid i'm missing a kid and i send the the students to the computer lab i'm like i'm gonna be in there in just a second 
And the next thing I know, I see a, she's taller than me, so I'm going to say between 5'3", five, 5'5", five, five foot woman with a dress on, baby doll shoes, a yardstick, and probably about a six foot student or taller in front of her and she's chasing him down the hallway with this yardstick because she told him well she told the entire class that she was going to give them the acronym for this math problem that they were doing and they better not say what the acronym was but he said it because I guess it wasn't I don't know Nina do you want to talk about do you remember the acronym I I feel like this was so Katoa probably because it was like tripping on acid and I said listen I know you're going to hear people say tripping on acid to help remember the tangent ratio of opposite and uh, adjacent but don't say acid the school version is apples and that's what we're going to do we're going to say tripping on apples and I do not want you saying that like just do what I you know, do what I told you to do like let's let's that's the the cardinal rule here is I asked him to do something and he didn't do it and he blatantly didn't do it so she's chasing him down the hallway so I'm assuming he didn't say apples that day um but I'm sure no. even as a whole grown-up he's probably saying apples today but she's chasing him down the hallway with this yardstick. And this six foot or more um, boy is walking down the hallway fast, almost in tears. And she's still ranting at him once she's reached inside the pod. I guess maybe she thought she was still in the hallway. I'm not really sure. She's still ranting at him and, and yelling at him. And um, so I told him, I said, well, uh, you know, I said, well, you know, you can stay here till you get yourself together, you know, pretty much. And, you know, she turns around and being who she is, the animated person that she is, it was like she wasn't even fussing at him or having an attitude with him or nothing was wrong. She was like, hi, my name is Nina Sumter. And she sticks her hand out and I'm like, were you not just chasing this boy down the hallway with his yardstick? Because, ma'am, like, even I'm afraid, and I'm not a student. So, okay. yeah, I just kind of went with it. I went with it. <laughs> I, I oh went my with goodness. it. You did, and, and here we are today. <laughs> still. Yeah, here we, here we are today. Still friends. Still friends. Listen, I, I don't I think I was chasing him. I know I had the yardstick, but I feel like I was using the yardstick to help me walk, possibly. (laughs) That's my story and I'm sticking with it, okay? (laughs) Well, that could have been what was going on, but you all were walking very briskly down this hallway. (laughs) You know, that kid um, mentioned that to me uh, a couple years ago. (laughs) He's graduated now. This is Oh God, he graduated, I think maybe a year or two after that anyway. Um, but he he will say something to me every so often. He's like, I remember you getting <laughs> on me. But see, this is the thing. This child was not, that wasn't the first time he's gotten in trouble. Let's come on. Like, this is not the first time I've had to say, hey, listen, they used to put my stapler on top of things that they knew I could not reach. And I would literally look at, just give them the death look. 
and they would just quietly get up and go retrieve <laughs> that item and put it back on my desk. Thank you. I don't know. I think it's the shorter ones that always make for like the most feisty or the most like um, teachers that the children really don't play around with. Now I'm not, you know, I, like I said in the story, like she she's a little bit taller than me, so I'm I'm not tall, so I'm sure I have my you know I had my things going on when I was teaching the children (laughs) no I get it um but yeah so that that was that's how we met and I did and see that goes into our first point being friendly I did not let the situation hinder me from being able to show my best face and put my best foot forward and introduce myself to a new staff member. I w- I put everything aside and I was friendly. <laughs> no, I think, I think what we need to look at here is that I was able to be friendly in that moment because, you know, to me, you know, I didn't know this woman, you know, it's a wild woman running in here. I, you know, I'm like, whoa, you know, this is, this is, this is a bit much for me. You know, it's, it's mid afternoon, ma'am. I, you know, I just got here, you know, I, I worked between two schools at the time. So I had just gotten there. I, I, you know, lunch wasn't even over good. You know, we had, we, we were running into the classroom, you know, <laughs> what can I you you did I think uh first impressions <laughs> I had to salvage I guess or turn the situation around maybe that's kind of where I said that's where I'm gonna go with it I had to turn it around I had to make you seem like she's not as crazy as she seems I don't know if that might have made me look a little bit more crazy though because I split the script so quick yeah yeah you know but once once I got to know who you were as a person I realized that that was not the case you know but when you first meet someone but you haven't really met them yet but you see how they're um you know interacting with other people um or children should I say you know it, it you know you you, you have you know you're looking and you're like wow you know if first impressions were were the only thing we could go by we didn't know anybody after their first impressions like I don't know where we would have been yeah, I, I don't know if I would have given myself a second chance on, after that moment. I didn't realize you were going to be in that area because you were only half time. I wasn't told that you were going to be there. So I had no idea where he was going whatsoever. And so when I saw you, I said, oh, crap. That's not the word I used, but we're <laughs> G-rated here, right? But um, <laughs> On most days, I don't know. Um, if you get to right. Th- pretty yeah. heavy topics i don't know what might happen I, I don't know. some things may slip so forgive us uh, <laughs> i'm gonna ask for forgiveness now but yeah i i could i my face when i finally saw her because i was just hell-bent on like you you will not do that again and i i told you what you know it's just a matter of just you know getting it out there to the kids now granted that, that was my those were my younger days those yeah. my younger days of yeah. teaching. Mm-hmm. I had to assert dominance because the students that I taught were literally maybe 
four or five years younger than I was. Mm -hmm. And I had siblings that were younger than they were. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was just kind of like, oh, okay. I got to make sure that, you know, because I'm thinking about my siblings. I'm like, yo, this... I, I have to figure out how to uh, to let them know that I am not to be played with, but I am a kind and gentle person and I can't, I, I care about you guys as people, but we're going to be serious when we need to be. And over the years, you know, I've, I found that stride. Um, I don't know if I've had to chase anyone with a yardstick since then. Uh, Thank <laughs> that God. <might> been, <laughs> that might have been my <laughs> only time, but yeah, but the energy though, like the vibe and the energy though, like, I don't know if that made you more curious <laughs> to say like, oh, I wonder how she really is. I don't know. Like, I know it made me curious. The fact that you shook my hand and actually like was like, okay. And then continued to talk to me. It made me more curious. I was afraid. You, were. <laughs> you had a yardstick. I was afraid. Like, the yardstick. Can we drop the yardstick? Like, <laughs> no, I think, I think it's important and imperative for people to know exactly what you were carrying i think it sets up the scene so that they can see exactly what it looked like i would like to say that i think my outfit was very fly that day yeah, it, it was cute well it was cute the outfit was cute Listen. but the yardstick just kind of took over the outfit <laughs> It's not even that big. Anyway, okay. All right, moving forward. Um, but no, okay. But the vibe, like, so I guess the point being, like, when we first met, it's like being friendly. How, how, what are your first impressions? Mm-hmm. What are you giving off? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. show, are you showing yourself friendly? Are you giving the vibe of, no, don't come talk to me. And then you want to say, people don't like me. No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't think that might be it. What is the vibe that you're giving out? Because it's all about vibes and energies. Like if it's a negative energy, I'm not with it. I agree. And um, I think for me, like a vibe and your energy is everything. And if I feel something that's a little bit off or off-putting, Nine times out of 10, I'm probably right about the person. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll try to give you a chance and try to see, you know, if we can be friends. But nine times out of 10, if I have that feeling that we're not going to jail well or there's something about your personality that's off for me, nine times out of 10, I'm normally correct and it doesn't work out. Right. And that's not to say that you're, you know, a bad person or anything. It's just that maybe the personalities may not, you know, line up well. Because, yeah, think about it. There's not too many people in my circle who are like me. Um, I don't think the world needs. No, no, I don't. Like me. No. (laughs) Big personality, big. Everything I do is big and extra. Like, I, I can own that now. Right now that mm-hmm. I've lived a little bit, but before I'd be like, I am not extra, and in, the, in that moment, it's mm-hmm. you're, extra. you're very you're extra. extra now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very extra. We yeah. know that about mm-hmm. me, this... and I think my friends tolerate it very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is who Nina really is. Like this animated person that you're hearing through your speakers right now. Like that's exactly who she is in like real life. So, yeah, and then you have you on the other side of that, which is the mellow person, like you know, keeps me calm. Will will indulge me in my foolishness because we we've had some some moments together. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, oh yeah. 
she will indulge me in that and in, in the craziness of who I am and she will go there as well but you know she's a more reserved person she doesn't really like the spotlight on her which I, which is um interesting because you know I don't really like spotlight I just like for there to be a lot of fun I just like to have fun I like to have you know, I like to laugh and have moments. So if I have to be in the spotlight to make those things happen, I would do it. But it's not that I have to be in the spotlight. I actually enjoy making other people, other people's dreams come true and making other people, you know, like feel like they're okay. Like they're, they're happy. Like when, um, like any, any event that I do, I love being in the logistical background, just like doing things in the background, running it from the behind the scenes. I don't have to be on the stage, but whoever's on stage, I want to make sure that they're okay and that they have what they need and their dreams are coming true. I love things like that. Um, but yeah, so the vibe and energy check is all, it's, that's where it is. That's where it falls in the beginning. Oh yeah, I agree. And you know, Nina, you know, she is animated and she does have a big personality, but what she said is true. And she has a, true pure heart of gold and really really um likes to make sure that her friends are good and um anything that they need you definitely um call her for not more than twenty dollars though but you know anything you need her for other than twenty dollars you know above twenty dollars you good you are good oh my goodness yes the twenty dollars listen you you can have the first 20 after that i want my money back you kept it and you 21 dollars. i want my dollar back keep that first 20 <laughs> but give me my dollar i want my dollar back that's just it's like a running joke um because i would always ask my sister <laughs> growing up uh my older sister who is my first bff that's my first bff my sister um, my older hey, sister Caroline. Would, would, yes, shout out to Caroline. She um she would get I would call her while I was in school and I'm like, look, all I need is like twenty dollars. I can make it stretch. Like I would have a whole like presentation for her. Look, sis, all I need is twenty dollars. And so that was my number. That was my go-to number. So I feel like if I can make it work with twenty dollars, <laughs> I asked for it. Anybody can make it with, work with twenty dollars. Anything over that, uh, uh-uh, you gotta get it back. Well, how does that work now with the inflation and everything? Not to get too, oh, you know, political man, still, and you know, does that still work? Yes, twenty dollars. That's twenty dollars. I want my money back. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, twenty pick folks, BFFs is twenty dollars, and that's it. You can have twenty dollars. After that, uh, uh-uh. uh. Okay. Um, funny, funny, uh, fun fact. Um, well, I don't know if it's a fact, but there was a little meme, a meme that came up, or I think someone tweeted this that says, "I now put uh, people's uh, what they owe me as their contact, so it says your name." It was like Takara owes me twenty five dollars every time you call. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> Not as the contact. Oh no! Yes. I said, oh man, that is hilarious. I think my sisters uh, shared that in our little group chat uh, on Messenger. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, that's cute. I like that though. Well, thank goodness I don't have, um, you know, nobody owes me anything right now. So we're good. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So that that moves us to our first break. And as the show uh, goes on, you guys will notice that there are certain things that we want to highlight and do in our show and first thing we're both uh alumni of hbcus here i am 
and Aggie, and I am, yes, best friends with a ram. Who would have ever thought a ram? And Aggie, (laughs) becoming best friends, like, I mean, North Carolina A&T State University, Winston-Salem State University, we are right down the road from each other, which I am absolutely blessed to know, Takara, but yeah, we kind of keep that part of our lives uh, <laughs> separate. <laughs> I think yeah, talk about school too often. So I'm going to, I guess we'll kind of just, you know, teeter on to our little break here. We're going to talk about, um, you know, the, some things that from the pandemic, you know, um, I'm sure that, you know, people are still going through things. There are still things going on in the world. And, um, you know, we just want to, let everybody know that you know we're still going through it just as i'm sure everybody else is going through it nothing has been normalized uh at least for me for sure nothing is normalized um you know i'm not back to my everyday uh regular routine um but we're talking about what we have learned during the pandemic and so um, the one thing that we chose to highlight today that we have both learned, which we knew this already anyway, but one thing we wanted to highlight is the importance of having a hustle outside of your regular nine to five job or just being able to have multiple streams of income is super important. And so I don't know, um, I'm trying to, you know, make sure that I do that. Um, I'm still working on those things, but I don't know if Nina wants to maybe highlight a few things and and what that means for her. Of course. Um, I know both of us have done like tutorial for um, private clients, whether it be public school students or private school students, but just having those, multiple streams of income and assigning those incomes to something, to a goal in your life, I think has been tremendous in helping me get where I am today. And also getting me out of situations that maybe I didn't foresee coming. I mean, emergencies are going to happen, right? Things are going to happen. You are going to, you may get sick. I'm not speaking those things onto you, but when they do happen, it is best to be prepared for them and having multiple streams of income and not straining the one source of income that you have now listen now if your source of income is you know popping off and doing real well okay that's awesome you got that one source that's doing really well but what happens when that one source goes away so just having those things and you know importance of having an emergency fund but building those things using those other incomes now that could be uh finding a hobby that you enjoy and then monetizing it you know if you're good at making wreaths and make wreaths and sell them if you're good at cooking and and you do well with meal prep hey meal prep for a family who doesn't have time to do it or the money or the resources you know to really get it done you could do that on the side i have a a friend now who wants to do that she's talked to a couple people and said hey I can do this for you. I don't have kids at home right now. It's just me and my husband, my two younger, well, they they do have kids, but they're older, you know, one's in college or, and one is in, um, you know, senior or junior in high school. So they're self-sufficient. And she was like, I can do this. I don't have young children to be able to, you know, keep it from me. I can cook for a family. And so she's going to try it out with a couple of people from work and see how it goes. And I'm like, Hey, you can make a business out of this. If you have, and you love to cook, see, I I, I don't really like to cook. So that's not going to be my stream of income. 
So I like to tutor. I love working with children. <laughs> so that's the stream of income I have. I love working with administrative things. So that's another stream of income that I have. So find the things that you know you're best at in life. Okay, that's that's good. Um now I have a plethora of things that I want to start doing as far as you know multiple streams of income i'm working on my finance stuff um i have a business up and coming for that and i'm working on a lot of things and i think i finally halfway got my life together with that and so um you know i'll definitely be putting those things out there um but i have you know um working with kids is another passion of mine i do enjoy cooking but to a certain extent, and I have an idea for that. There are so many things that I have ideas about, but I have to make sure that I stick to, you know, one thing and, and get it up and running and then I can move on to the next thing. So um, I'm definitely working on some extra things to be able to bring in those multiple streams of income. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, and when you guys, our BFFs, start having your multiple streams of income, you, you know, maybe at some point we can start highlighting those things for you. You know, we will, we're here to help each other. We're here to grow. We're here to inspire each other. So you're our new BFFs. So listen, you know, Takara and I talk to each other a lot about, you know, our goals and where we want to go and where we want to be. And we hold each other accountable. And what I love about it is that we can do the same for you. So we want you to understand that it is important to have multiple streams of income. Your BFS, Sakara Nina said, you got to have multiple streams of income. All right. That's right. So I agree. All right. <laughs> All right. Good, good, good. So moving forward into the show, we're going to our um, second uh, main point about friendships. You know, again, we started out with the intro of how we met. We talked about the whole like first impressions and, you know, are you being friendly? So our next part is about what triggers your ability to be social or non-social in a situation and who do you choose to talk to in a room and why you know like I'm gonna let Takara take the lead on that because she's really good at reading people I'm like an open book I, I never meet a stranger um I just go talk to everybody and then you know if it works it works if it doesn't I'm like trial and error like just trial and error whoever I talk to me I will talk okay <laughs> um wow well I think for me um I'm kind of more of an ambivert or ambivert I hope I'm saying that correctly um but I also have a lot of introvert um traits but I can be an extrovert if I know you so I think that's where I kind of come in at the middle um, I think I do a lot of observing and seeing who I think I can make a connection with in the room. Um, I'm looking for a person to be, you know, um, I guess have, what, what is the word I want to say here? I'm looking for a person that looks like they're friendly, that's giving off the type of energy and vibes that I feel like that I can connect with I'm not into drama I'm not into you know people that want to be messy I'm not into that kind of thing and if I feel like that's kind of how you're being or that's kind of how you're coming across 
then I probably will likely not approach you. I'm probably not going to approach you anyway. But if you happen to be sitting next to me somewhere and we're just kind of sitting there, I might say something to you and see what your response is. And then we kind of can strike up a conversation like that. But I'm not going to be the person to work the room and run around and talk to everybody. I have to sort of feel you out first and see what type of person you are because I have to be able to trust you first as a person before I can really be friendly or be social with you. And that makes a lot of sense because I feel like that's what happened with us. Like you, you had to learn to trust me <laughs> without the uh, yardstick, I guess. Um, had to learn to trust me without the yardstick. But no, I, and I'm a little different in the fact that I am an extrovert when I need to be, and I can be completely extroverted, but I didn't like to be by myself. Like I have those moments. It's like, there's no in the middle with me, I guess. It's like, when I wanna be by myself, I'm gonna be by myself. I don't want to be friendly with anybody in the room. I'm gonna I'm gonna give off the vibe the vibe of uh, no, don't talk to me because <laughs> I don't want to be bothered. And no, I, not the no, don't talk to me vibe, please. Yes, I'm telling you, it's like I can turn it off and on, and it's like I don't I, I don't know why I can do that, but I just have moments of I don't really want to connect with people today, and <laughs> that's like my my goal. Or it's like oh. Uh, mind connecting with people today so let's let's do that you know and every day it's kind of like that for me um when I have this the social battery is what I call it my social battery stays full most of the time but when it's empty or when it's depleting oh it's the mm -mm, I'm not connecting with people today moments and but yeah like what triggers my ability to be social really is is based on me it's, it's literally based on me. It's not necessarily the room. It's really based on me because even in a room full of people who seem like they are very, you know, whatever to people or they're trying to be nonchalant or giving off the turn off on body language or whatever it is, I'm going to make you talk to me. Like it's, it becomes a game to me. It becomes a, oh, okay. I'm going to find a way to make you laugh. We're, I'm going to be sarcastic. I'm going to do something. And we're going to connect on some level because my social battery is full and I need to exert some energy so that I can, you know, come down off of this like high battery life of socialness, I guess. Is, what you want to call. is that a word? Can, can I even say that? I don't even know. Well, this is our podcast. We can say whatever we want to say. Okay, cool. Let's go with it. All right. So, um, and BFF, same here. You know, like I, I can be that person and I will work a room. And then if my social battery getting to a situation is not where it needs to be, I know I'm not connecting with you. Don't, don't talk to me. Okay, that's fine. You know, I'll give the whole, <laughs> you know, moments, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm like smiling with a smirk that says, leave me alone. <laughs> okay. So, so let me ask you this as an extrovert, how do you feel like your relationships are with like people like me who are intro kind of introverted or I know a lot of times I'm not introverted with you now per se but you know when you kind of first met me how do you think those relationships are they're fun they're fun especially if the introvert is okay with you being an extrovert you know um um I think at the beginning, it was a lot of fun getting to know you 
it was a lot of fun um, hanging out with you visiting each other's houses or you know our places of, of residence and having fun you know getting together going out shoe shopping which was you know one of my favorite things to do is shopping um, how many times we were in the friendly center together like good lord uh, we should own stock in that place uh, <laughs> you're probably um, right but you were doing all the buying i was kind of just looking i'm not a shopper guys i know i don't know what uh, happened to me no, ma'am. but no, i'm ma'am. not a shopper no man no, yeah okay yeah 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 ma'am you could put it down in white house black market don't even play <laughs> okay i have like one store <laughs> oh, and taylor loft let's keep going okay two <laughs> two okay give me a break too but, but in those stores you can put it down ma'am express oh gosh don't even oh my god don't even start on express oh my goodness anyway uh but no like just having those moments those were those were a lot of fun moments because i get to kind of see how extroverted you can be in a situation or like how social can I be with her? I got to gauge, you know, when I needed to be, I also got to mellow out. I didn't feel like I had to be on all the time. A lot of times when you're not the bubbly personality that you're norm- you normally are, and you kind of just need some downtime because, you know, you are normally bubbly and exciting and all of these things, that's tiring and so I love that I could be mellow with you and other people like my friend, my other BFF, Desiree, who's kind of the same. She's a little mellow and I'm the crazy one and she's the laid back one. She just kind of, you know, tells people it's okay when we're around. <laughs> it's like, it's okay. She's just like this kind of thing. <laughs> I feel like she's always apologizing for me. <laughs> No, I'm not going to apologize. That's just, that's just who you are. You know, I let her do her and, you know, I'll laugh or, you know, whatever. But, um, okay. That, that's an interesting kind of take from it, from a person that is extroverted and to see how the relationship is and how you feel about the relationship. Um, so that was that was interesting. I was I'm glad that you you got to um you know tell us how it kind of feels to be in a relationship with somebody that is introverted at, you know as their friend. But what about you though? Like if you if you're the introvert and I know you're more of an ambivert, but you know in the beginning you're going to be in, a little introverted because you're trying to gauge it. Like coming into a relationship or a friendship with someone like me who is extroverted um when they need to be of course you know I can turn it it's a a switch I can turn it off and on but most of the time it's on right most of the time I'm like on uh and on a lot (laughs) I know I can be I know I can be a bit much I always tell people I'm a handful and that's why you have two hands okay so how does that feel for you like same thing I kind of I think I kind of enjoy extroverted people. Um, For people that don't know, I am married to an extrovert. He is very, very extroverted. Um, And I I don't know. I think they make me more comfortable because I don't have to be the center of attention if we're somewhere. But I can have all the perks in having fun and conversations with them when it's just me and that person or you know the conversations or the the you know the jokes or 
the the games or whatever it is in that moment and time that we are doing and I don't have to try to carry everything and try to keep the party going I guess you could say because I know they're going to keep the party going and I don't feel like I have to um, not be myself I feel like I can be myself um, but it just depends on you know exactly how I'm feeling that day sometimes I'm a little more extroverted than I am in other times I feel like I'm way more introverted but I feel like they can take that lead and I don't have to try to scrounge and scrape up the the you know socialness I guess I is that a word um remember it's our podcast we can say what we want right <laughs> yeah I don't have to try to be really social in those um situations oh that sounds great because that sometimes as an extrovert you don't ever want to feel like you're like taking over um being a Leo, which um, I don't normally put stock in a lot of horoscopes, but there is that whole like self-centeredness that people try to say that we are. Um, and I don't think it's that. I think it's just that we want to make sure everyone is having fun. And if that requires me being the person to keep the party going, as you could say, um, that's that's fine. I don't mind doing those things. Like I don't have any problem doing those things. I don't mind pulling people together to do X, Y, and Z. Um, I don't mind being the person that has like all of the extraness going on, and people are just like, listen, she's extra. Just do what she says. Like <laughs> just like if you just just do what she says, it's gonna be fine. We're all gonna have fun. Exactly. Let's just do what I say. It's fine. <laughs> but no, like um, I don't normally do that. By the way, BFFs, I'm not the one that just says like just do what she says. Just want to put that disclaimer out there. Um, we, but yeah, I don't know the, if she has oh, a yardstick. No. <laughs> I put the yardstick up. The yardstick is going to die. Okay, it's going to die. <laughs> um, but no, I, it makes us feel okay to be that person for you. One of my other good friends, we went on a trip for her birthday. And she put names on our T-shirts, you know, the responsible one, the the organizer, the this, the this, the that. And I was the lit one. That's what she, she says. No, you're the lit one. Because no matter where we go, I know you're going to always be a party. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, darn, skip it. We're going somewhere. And we I'm going to have some fun. Now, that's, that's just hands down what we have to do. So let's go. <laughs> but yeah, so BFS out there, listen. What are your traits? Um, what are your excitements, morals, values, ethics? What are the things that shape how you form your friendships? Like what, what I know for me, there are certain things that I just, I just am not going to get down with. You know what I'm saying? Like you just, there's certain things like being a black woman. Like if you, you're telling me you don't see color and all those, ah, yeah, no. Listen, I need you to see me. And not seeing color means that you want to see me outside of my color so that you can tolerate who I am so that my color doesn't disturb you. That's, that's no, that's not going to happen. So you said something there. I need you to see color. I need you to see me and be okay with it. And like to say you don't see color is, I don't, for a while that sounded so great. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know this kind of took a turn, but like, those are some of the things that are like, no, no's for me. There are certain things that are just like, what do we call them? Deal breakers. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I guess that's what I would call a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like there's certain um, microaggressions and things like that. You know, I, 
uh, there are certain things that people will show you who they are. If you listen to them. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. That's and you observe. Great. Yeah. If you listen and observe, it, they will show you who, you who they are. And that right there can also trigger how you, how I'm social. Because if I see and read a room where I'm looked at as the token black girl or whatever, yeah, we're getting up out of here. I'm going to do what I need to do. And then I'm gone. There's no friendships being formed here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I understand that is very uncomfortable. And, um, you know, I can't I can't be me. I can't be myself. I can't be who I am. Right. And if I can't be who I am, then you really don't like the person that you're saying you're friends with. You're friends with whoever mm-hmm. you feel like my representative is. Exactly. And who you want my representative to be. Right. So you're trying to vision. So you say you don't see color and you say, and you're looking at me. So you have to see me as what? What do you see me as in order to be able to tolerate or be friends with me? That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, One of, you know, one of my teacher besties, you know, uh, my teacher bestie, Croc, and I absolutely love her. She has never made me feel you know, being a Caucasian, but she's also a Filipino as well, but um, being a Caucasian woman and being treated as a Caucasian woman, put it that way, um, she has never made me feel like she didn't see who I was as a Black woman, you know, and I I appreciate that as a friendship, in a friendship from her, and that right there, that's gonna, that those ethics, morals, and values, (laughs) those things are also and very important in any relationship i just don't think i can be a friend with the racist i mean i just don't don't know if that's something (laughs) well i don't think that they are really being uh they could really be a friend to you either exactly if they're not accepting of who you are um how you are you know we come here as we come and so you know i can't do anything about you know my color or you know who I am as a person in my culture I can't erase any of those things even if I want to say that I wanted to erase those things which I don't I love being who I am but even if I wanted to say that I wanted to erase those things regardless if I am walking down the street I am still going to be who I am to whoever it is that sees me out in public exactly and that's that's and i'm not gonna make any um apologies for that right i'm not gonna make any apologies for that so yes bfs out there in podcast land just know there are lots of things that could uh trigger you and know those triggers and make sure you're choosing who you choose to be friends with wisely i would not you know toxicity toxics how do you people who toxicity are toxic, Yes. There you go. I'm going to start, start sending you the words and say, hey, you say this word. <laughs> you say, you're you fine. I'm sure people know what it is out there in the BFF land. I'm, yes. Know. Our BFFs understand, but toxic relationships are not um, okay. I, it's funny because, you know, the new social apps allow you to see content from lots and lots of people. And this one girl said something so profound that I I just I had to listen to it like three times but the gist of it was she was saying that you know your friends are supposed to clap for you regardless 
I, she said, I called my friend to tell her about something that happened for me. And I was very genuinely excited for it. And she was not as excited. And she kind of was just like, I don't have to clap for all of your successes. And she said, if I didn't drop her like a bad habit, and I was like, you better have dropped her. Like, what do you mean? Can, do you remember the day you called me to tell me that he proposed? Yes, you were so excited. <laughs> you were I so screamed excited. the whole time. He's <laughs> <laughs> so excited. Yes. Like, and I know that's a big thing, but just but if you can imagine my excitement for the small things. Like she, oh, she yeah, called to tell yeah. me she was buying a house. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. You know, so excited. Called to tell me we were going somewhere. I don't even know. I think it was some anything that she would call and tell me about. I'm gonna be triple whatever, quadruple excited about it because it's good for you. And I care about you. Yeah. And I think I hope that I display that to you as well when you call me. I mean, I'm not okay, so BFF land let me tell you I am not very um I don't I don't do the screaming I don't get like (laughs) I'm not I'm not the person that you tell me something I'm going to jump up and down about it like I'm I'm pretty even keel when it comes to that kind of stuff but I hope that when they my friends call me and they tell me things that I convey that I am excited for them and things that they're doing um, and, and good things that are happening for them because I don't understand how you can be friends with other people and not want them to grow and do just as good as you are or better. I feel like if we're friends, I want you to do well. I want you to be the best version of you that you can be. And how can I expect you to be all of those things if I can't even be behind you as your friend? Exactly. And you said something that is very important that I think people um, stop at this point. I want you to do well or even better. And I have noticed there are some people that are no longer in my life because once I started doing better, then I was now an enemy. And I don't know if they considered me an enemy. That's just my take on it. That's my perspective on how they started treating me as a person. I, it was, oh, well, you're, you think you're better than I am. No, I didn't say that. I'm just doing better. I'm telling you what I'm doing. You could do the same thing. I'm, I'm folding you into the mix. I'm giving you all the things that I've learned as well. And you could be doing better, but I'm not better than you. I'm not, I, did, I never said that. I just wanted to do and be better. You know, there's a difference, you know, there's a difference there, but that's important. I always, I want, and what better, better is actually, what that is, is subjective. It's very subjective. What is better? Hex, just being married may be better to someone, but it may not be better to someone else. I don't believe that Takara is better than me as a person because she's married. I, I do not believe that. And I don't think she wants herself as being, and she doesn't. I don't, it's not, I don't think she does not want herself or put herself to me as if she is better than me because she is married. 
she's just it's just a different way she's married i'm excited for her being married i'm so i was so <laughs> excited i screamed the whole way to work i had just dropped off some kids to school not my children i don't have kids but i dropped someone else's kids <laughs> off to school want to make that clear um and i was on my way to work from their school and I remember that day vividly and I was just so excited. There's a Facebook post out there. I couldn't wait that she updated the world so I could scream on Facebook that she was getting married. I, and the thing is, Takara says, you know, and I want you to know, I know you're excited because of the way you support. The way she asks questions, the way she's like, how's it going? The way she checks up on things. I, I, I know our friends, David, John, all of them. I know they know you're excited in the way that they will continue to keep calling you to tell you about certain things because of the way you support us, how you support us, the accountability you give to us, especially financially and other things like eating well. What did you eat? Did you go grocery shopping? Have you done this? You've been eating out. You see, you're probably eating out too much. You know, like whatever Uh it is, (laughs) it's the support that you give behind the decisions and things that we tell you that lets us know that you're excited about it because some, anybody can scream and yell like I do, but then do they follow it up with actions? And I think that's the difference is that in the moment, I'm very excited for you, but then I follow it up with my actions of support in that decision or in that life altering, you know, thing like being there with you to help you through the process of, of the wedding process of whatever it is, that, whatever it is she needed me to do, I was going to make sure I was there. And I know she would do the same thing for me. She's not going to jump, yell, and scream. That's my job. That's 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 my job in this BFF relationship, okay? <laughs> I'm the one that's supposed to jump and scream and yell and do all the good stuff. She's the one who's supposed to keep us cool, calm, and collected when I'm off being crazy. Okay, so the third part of this is... Um, BFS, we're talking about friendships again. Remember, we started with the whole, you know, how we met. We're moving through um, the, you know, the energy, the vibe check, and then we talk about the things that trigger, you know, the traits, morals, values, and ethics, and things of that nature that help you develop your friendships. So, moving on to like lifestyles that affect friendships, or just you know, more into that moment. Um, I know for me, uh, how people treat people. Like I watch and observe how you interact and treat people that are in different areas of life than you you know whether it be uh let's let's say for example driving down the road or walking down the street passing a homeless person how do you treat that person you know how if they ask for something do you turn your nose up do you um how how do you figure that you know how do you do that like what is your process there and so how you um interact with people kind of helps me see if i'm going to interact with you if you come to me gossiping about everybody then I probably ain't about to tell you nothing because you about to go back and gossip with everybody else about me. You got that right. But you know, it's always good to have that one friend that you can have them gossiping moments with because, you know, we're all going to gossip a little bit. Yes, there's, there's a difference within gossiping to tear someone down and gossiping to vent. And maybe that's what I like to call it, venting. It's more okay. about venting. Yeah, like, because I don't think you, like, when we're talking about someone who we may know mutually, or I may not even know, I never feel as if it's you trying to be facetious or 
you know, to tear them down. It's more of a frustration. And I want to help them because you always say that I'm trying to help them. And, and, but they just not listening and, you know, and things like that. It's like, I don't know what else to do. And, and then it turns into a solution oriented session. You know, we, we stop. Okay. Tell me the facts about what's happening. Tell me what you know. And then we move on to, okay, how can, maybe I can give you another perspective because I don't know them. I'm not too close to them, you know? And then you're like, well, and then it opens up possibly for you to come into more solutions to go back and help the situation. Because yes, I I do talk to you guys about people in my life, but I don't think it's ever to really tear them down or to make me feel better about myself. It's more so about a venting and and a like, just, I don't know how to help anymore or I don't know what to do. And I, I agree with that. Um, you know, I can think of, you know, a few situations where you vented to me, but it was because of more of um, you feeling hurt and you wanting to make sure that you didn't do anything wrong in that situation. And so I don't feel like, no, you weren't trying to tear that person down. You were actually trying to salvage and save that relationship but you didn't know what was the next step or what you should do in that case. So yeah, no, I didn't, I, no, I, I agree. I, I do agree with the venting and not gossiping. Right now with my sisters, <laughs> I, I will say with my sisters and I say sisters all the time, because that's what we named our, uh, a group chat, sister, sister. Um, we gossip. I'll tell you now. We are gossiping. Girl, did you hear? And I thought she. And what did what happened over there? Girl, did you see this post? We will screenshot and send stuff. Now, if anybody ever gets a hold of our sister sister chat, all of us gonna say yes, we said it. <laughs> but we said it with the confines of us. It did not. It does not leave the group chat. <laughs> I won't say that. Yes. I, okay. That makes sense. But you all have that code with each other and so you know you know what to say what can be put out in the open and and what you need to keep between each other so that that's great oh yes that's just so we're all on the same page on how to interact with that person boo because you know i'm not back at home with my sisters and you know i just need to know when i see them do we like them do we not like them are we interacting with them are we not interacting with them like who am i so who's supposed to be on the hit list who's on the hit list you know like who who we not interacting with anymore you know who who did something wrong to y'all i need to know because that's family and so you do something to one person and it's disrespectful then you you disrespected the family like i i now, if my sibling is in the wrong, that's the other thing. If one of my siblings are in the wrong, we, we tell each other. Okay, well, let me tell you where you went wrong. Let me, okay, so you mad at such and such, but you did what? Yeah, yeah. how does that work? Um, and we will do it. We are that honest with each other in that chat. And we just laugh at it. We just, we laugh at each other. All right, fine. I know, whatever. I know I'm in my feelings. Okay, well, be in your feelings, but just know <laughs> that uh, you wrong for this and that's it. And, you know, and, that, and that's that chat. But I also have that with you guys. You know, I know you guys will tell me, you know, especially you and Crystal, that you guys will tell me exactly. Like Nina, Nina, you being extra, <laughs> okay, Nina, this is this is not good. Um, or you know, friend, that's this is how I know Crystal's getting ready to tell me <laughs> about myself, friend. Uh oh, uh oh. Yes, friend. Okay, friend, and I'd be like, 
I don't want I don't want to hear that right now (laughs) (laughs) well let me ask you this question so you said that you know before you hang out with other people or you gonna be around somebody you always want to know you know are we okay with this person is this person cool did this person disrespect you um are we friends with them so do you have those same type of hold those same type of feelings for your friends or is it different when you're dealing with just a friend outside of your sister friendship I do actually you know what it's a little bit more lax because you know my sisters are my sisters and and that's not to take away from my friendships at all because I consider all of my friendships near and dear to my heart but I think I hold them to a higher standard when it comes to and and they hold me to a higher standard when it comes to that that situation um with my friends you know if you're friends with someone that has done me wrong I would hope that you would either help me see why I should continue to be okay with you being friends with them or you know maybe there's I I don't know I don't know if I hold you to the exact same standard I don't know if I seek out that information I would just hope that you would tell me hey um, I know you and such and such have had you know a rocky whatever that's fine just leave me out of it that's the thing leave me out of it I am not a topic of conversation that can be had between you and this person I I have nothing to do with your friendship with this person. Um, And I've had that before with other friends where it's like, you know, there's a, we're, they're the mutual friend between two people and me and that person don't really vibe. And that is perfectly fine. It is okay. You vibe with them. You do what you do and you and I can do what we do, you know, and, and we move forward. Just make sure I stay out of your relationship with them. I'm not in that. And the same way that person is not going to be in our relationship. We're not about to talk about them. No, I don't want to talk about them. Why? Because I don't, we're not friends. It's okay. You go be friends with them. And when you're finished, you can come be friends with me. Whatever it is, you know, we can have our moments. That's it. That's, that, I think that's where I am there. But with my sisters, mm-mm, mm-mm, no, that we all in this together. Okay, well, thank you for clearing that up. You know, it's just me, so... You know, I don't have that understanding, should we say. Now, you know, I have someone that's, you know, very close to me, like my brother in my family. But um, we, I mean, we hang out and talk, speak with some of the same mutual people. And I'm friends with them as well. But um, I don't think it's ever really come to that. And I think it's a little bit different with a guy, too. So... Um, you know, so I think that you have a different, um, you know, you see a little bit different than I probably do. And and I will say that because it is different because with my brother, it, bless his heart. I love my brother. He just don't be caring. <laughs> he just doesn't care. What's Leave Trey alone. Listen, Trey does not care. He did in his PlayStation <laughs> let him sit and be chill. He's not one for all of that drama and things like that and my sisters and I just we just have a different friendship when it comes and a sisterhood bond and with my brother it is very different I can see what you're saying it it is different with with guys but my sisters and I let me tell you there are times where we will get on the messenger 
and and we would have all seen something or somebody would have put something in a group chat that we all know what's going on and we just get up there and laugh nobody's saying a word we are on video messenger and all we did was laugh just laugh we can't get a word out because we're laughing so hard we over here crying laughing like and we have had those moments we've had those and we've had plenty of those moments or let our mama do something <laughs> then she become your mama. Let me tell you what your mama did. <laughs> and that's, but that is our safe space for us to be able to be raw, free, and, and no judgment whatsoever. That, that's our safe space. My sisters, man, they, they see all sides of me. And, and I, I'm grateful for that. So, you know, those are like my, my BFS, my first BFS, you know, <laughs> my sisters. And then I get that and, and I understand. And I tell people all the time, like, you know, your BFS doesn't have to be blood, you know? It doesn't have to be blood. So, like, out here in, in podcast land, you guys are our BFS. We're not blood-related, but, hey, we're here. This is where we are now. We're best friends, and you're going to love it. You are absolutely right. You got that right. And I will say, I have um, the friends that I do have that have siblings, like, the whole family is awesome. Like, I can get along with the siblings. I get along with the parents. I get along with my friend. Like, I have run across some really good friends that have also have really good siblings. Exactly. Because who else can come to my house and my mother and father make sure that they know if she's coming the allergies or whatever the sensitivities like my dad used to fry fish and shrimp he found out he had an allergy he was like oh we got to have two now so i'm gonna put the fish in one and the shrimp in the other we're not gonna fry them together and he still does it to this day like he just automatically does it even if she ain't even she's not even gonna be there nobody else has this this allergy with shellfish and fin fish but because tea my family brought them brought her into the fold I mean, one Thanksgiving, I think it was, she came home and I think they, uh, she brought home cabbage and carrots. And now, man, what did I say? Carrots and cabbage. What did I, say? I don't even know what I said. It was you, you said you said it right, cabbage and carrots. I did, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was, it, and now they still talk about that dish. You know, they, they have put her, T is a sister. Like, she's another child. My mom has adopted her and you know she that's that's what that's what it's gonna be like and my aunts they all still ask about her and, and the whole family still cousins they still ask the kids they all mm-hmm. Bacara because they couldn't say a name so Bacara <laughs> um, yes they're all grown up now yes they are all and they still know because she's such a great person I don't think you guys know my BFF car is such an amazing person and I will never let her go ever (laughs) as a friend she is such an amazing person that the kids still to this day they were young they were like six five and six years old when they met um and I think you grew up with Alea because she wasn't even born yet yeah you Mm -hmm. grew up with all of the kids Mm -hmm. actually and um yeah. <laughs> so uh, except for Yenabi, I think Yenabi is the only one Yenabi and Elric were born but the other kids were not born yet and they took to Takara and that's it like that's it they love tea 
and 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 I love that, and and I think that's what makes a real BFF someone who can, who you don't even distinguish as a friend, their family. Like, what's that word? I think Sprint came up with it. The friends, it was a family plan, like family. <laughs> like they put friend and family together to make a word. Okay. Right? <laughs> so yeah, like that's what she is. She becomes family. It's a, it's the family you choose, you know. And when your family who you didn't choose and your family that you choose can come together, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Now, we have some differences. Don't get me wrong. We got some differences. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't think... You know, I think that's what makes a good friendship is when you have differences. Because you cannot and will not always agree on the same thing. I don't... I like myself... I love me, but I do not want to be friends with me all the time. Like you like the same thing I like. We, you know, we. I mean, if that's the case, then I could have just sat at home alone by myself, talking to myself, because that's the kind of friend that I have. You know, we all have our own opinions. We all have our own thoughts. You know, you just sometimes have to agree to disagree about certain things. And if you are truly, truly, truly my friend, and I am truly, truly, truly your friend, I should be able to tell you the truth about whatever it is that I feel like I need to tell you the truth about with tact, because we don't need to be, you know, I don't ever want to tear anybody down or make anybody feel any type of way other than I am trying to help them, but we should be able to do that and nobody gets upset and nobody gets mad right and even if i do get mad or get upset it's like for 2.5 seconds and i'm over it you know it's like because it's gonna sting sometimes the truth will hurt sometimes the truth does you know and it's not that you're mad at the person you're mad at the truth like at the end of the day where is your anger lying like i when, when i go back and look at it i can't be mad at my friends for telling me the truth that i probably knew all along anyway like look, i'm not even gonna go there you probably knew the truth you was just mad because somebody else said it to you you just didn't want it to be said but your anger shouldn't lie at your friend for wanting to tell you the truth right so yeah like that the lot i think that's friendship is that important relationships you know they're that important that we need to really talk about them and understand how to um how to have effective and good ones right i think that that's the big thing so you've heard our beginning story (laughs) from the yardstick to now (laughs) um you've heard it all so you know what how do you guys feel out there in bff land at some point we'll be able to take some of your um feedback uh and things of that nature to let us know how you feel about being friendly showing yourself friendly and moving forward into a real friendship yes and i'm hoping that we can um you know take it to another level at some point and maybe you guys can write in and tell us about your bffs and maybe we can have you on the show to talk about your bffs and and some really you know cool things and cool relationships that you have with one another I think this sparks a contest, though. Who can top their best introduction to their their BFF? Like how you met, how we met stories. Like I think we have a great how we met story, and I don't know if anyone can top our story, but I would love 
to hear one, or at least, you know, I would love to have that contest. We, we should do that soon. I think that would be awesome. I think that would be so great to hear how people became best friends. <laughs> yes. I cannot imagine some of the things that we'll probably hear. If it's anything like what we've gone through, it's going to be epic and amazing. And it's it's going to be great. And I can't wait to read these stories or even see videos of these stories. <laughs> and that would be so awesome. And I think it's great to put that out there so people can see that, you know, forming friendships doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be hard it can be as simple as going into someone else's classroom and fussing at another kid (laughs) it doesn't have to be normal and you know (laughs) that's that's what I was gonna say you know it doesn't have to be normal either because that that was not you know what your everyday normal thing is you know it wasn't like you know oh we went to high school and we sat next to each other and then we had lunch and then you know we were best friends no that was it was almost a traumatic experience for me but it ended up being great thanks thanks for that um i'm glad the trauma was able to be turned around here because not too many people get to escape from their traumas um i'm glad i was able to or we were able to overcome that battle for you oh my goodness are we moving on to our spotlight (laughs) yeah i think we should move i think we should move on to our spotlight today (laughs) don't worry how we met contest is going to come soon um i think uh for both of us we both are uh hbcu alums i am an aggie from north carolina a&t and i am a ram from winston-salem state university Right, and we we don't really talk about that because we are rivals. Like our schools are rivals, um, and uh, but it's okay though. It's okay. Uh, we keep that on the low end. That's how we keep our relationship alive. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but um, you know, it, it's always good to um, give back to those things that have made you into have brought you where or have contributed to where you are now. And for both of us, our schools are near and dear to our hearts and. One person, Mackenzie Scott, and I know you guys know who she is. Um, she has donated at least $560 million to 23 historically Black colleges and universities. And both the Aggies and the Rams were part of that um, group of schools. And I think that's absolutely amazing. Um, I am a part of LOTE, which is the Ladies of a which is my way of giving back to my school, being a part of that scholarship endowment fund and being a part of that program where my proceeds, whatever I do within the group, part of those proceeds go to help fund scholarships at A&T. And I know Takara is big on philanthropy as well. So I'll let her tell you what she likes to do. Well, you know, this is the time where, um, you know, we talked about your friends make you want to be better and do better. Like I need to do better as far as for my school, but I do give back in other ways as um as in you know helping out with like book bags and school supplies and giving back to single mothers during the um school year when their children need school supplies i was you know picking a person to give to um you know toy drives um there is a uh nonprofit that i work with um that I was able to give to last year. So I try to 
give back where I can, um, but I definitely need to start giving back to my HBCU as soon as I can. And that's awesome. I will like to highlight that when Hurricane Matthew uh, came back in 2016 and it devastated the area where I'm from and uh, in that and aftermath of that, my parents lost their home in a fire due to some complications with the flooding and things of that nature. So um, uh, it was just, it was a lot. But in that moment, before the my parents lost their home, the um, we had a food drive and things of that nature. And, and T was one of the first ones, Takara was one of the first ones to, to go shopping so that I could bring food. She brought me so much stuff to take home. Um, it took up my trunk, which if you know anything about me, my trunk is always full of stuff. So <laughs> I always everything, have everything you need. Anything you need. I, listen, we could perform a full surgery in the trunk of my car. Listen, I have 17 seasons of training with Grey's Anatomy here. We could, I could, I could save your life here. Um, but anyway, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so to say she filled my trunk and that was so heartwarming. So whenever she, and while she says, you know, she needs to do better, we can all do better. I can do better. Um, I give to United Way every year. Um, and I, I try my best to help the whole process of in poverty. So if you guys don't know anything about United Way, I would definitely look into your area for United Way. Um, they help the least of these, you know, the least of us. They help those who are in dire need. They, that Those funds get to the people that they need to get to. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think we can always, always strive to do better um, and giving back. But I definitely want to do more for my um, alma mater just because it has given me so many opportunities and it set me up for success. It really did. It really set me up for success for success okay well that is wonderful you know you brought that up about hurricane matthew you know i didn't even i have forgotten all about um me doing anything with the food <laughs> for that yeah i, I it, it popped in my mind i was like oh wait she didn't mention the food drive she did because i remember you going grocery shopping and using your coupons which by the way I may need to cash up in ten dollars because I might have used your ten dollar coupon on accident at Harris Teeter when I went to the store the other day because you know I use your number. So um, I'm at to send you that money back. My bad. Yeah, um, it's fine. Honestly, it's 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 fine. <laughs> oh well, BFFs, you heard it here. <laughs> I didn't even know that coupon was there until well, well, right now. Well, okay. Well, I just want you to know it got to good use and it didn't expire. It was $10 off 50. Thank you. I had no idea. <laughs> but that's what she would do. She would do the extreme couponing is what I like to call it. And she would, and she went and got all of this good stuff that we could pass out to the people who needed it most in that area that was devastated by Hurricane Matthew. Um, so yeah, so philanthropy, let's uh, go ahead and start giving back. And whoever you want to give back to, it can be simple. Like you said, you can help someone that you know. You can help someone that you don't know. Um, you can give to, to a charity that you do know. You can start your own charity, whatever it is. But giving back is always good and it's it always makes you feel good. It's, the Bible always tells us it's better to give than it is to receive, right? So let's let's start giving back. All right, all right. So I'm going to turn it over to T for our next part here. 
All right. Thank you, Nina. Um, yes, but that is that is very true. Everything that you've said is very true. Um, so I have really thoroughly enjoyed this first podcast <laughs> that we have done today. Um, our first run through, I think it went pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I, for us to have never done this before. Yeah, so are you on board for like the next one? Of course I'm on board. We have new BFFs now, right? We can't well, leave yeah. them stranded. Well, yeah, you're <laughs> right. Now you're part of the family. So I right. guess you just have to keep listening to find out what else we talk about. Now, everything is not going to always be about just friendships i think there are other topics at hand that i think will be um really good at um having a conversation about um maybe even some books here and there and some other things like that you know fun things things that aren't so fun other segments that we may add um so you know if you have any suggestions thoughts anything that you might like to hear you know let us know and we'll be happy to take a look at all of those things. So I guess this is where we kind of conclude this thing. Okay. So, <laughs> so this is our conclusion. So um, I guess you'll join us in two weeks for our next podcast. It'll kind of be surrounding the same topic. But this time we're going to dive a little bit deeper into friendships and kind of how they're made and what happens when things kind of go wrong in them so we hope that you have enjoyed this first episode yes we hope you have enjoyed this i've enjoyed talking to my bff takara and our new bffs out there in podcast land so i'm super excited to dig deeper into friendships and again looking at the different ways they are formed and what can go wrong because there's always something that could go wrong (laughs) oh yeah um yeah there's always something that can go wrong in a friendship um so you know be thinking about some things on your end like you know have you had some friendships go wrong keep that at the forefront maybe we'll talk about some of those things um so meet us back here in two weeks just follow us follow us on all the social media platforms here uh facebook instagram twitter and possibly tiktok which i'm starting to get a little bit better at now but you know i have my students to help me so i'm gonna let them help me figure this out because you know they're really good at this kind of stuff i know i don't know i'm no longer teaching the sector anymore so i don't have the young kids to keep me you know up to date but it's okay i'm learning slowly very slowly but um i don't know yeah meet, see us on those forums and maybe one day even youtube if she'll allow me to possibly we could get there i i'm open to it i'm not gonna say no it's just not right now <laughs> well i can i can go for that i'm fine with that oh my goodness thank you bfs for tuning in we uh, totally appreciate your support um and we'll see you in two weeks all right bye bfs